ghosts, specters, whatever you want to call them, they've been around for thousands of years. Apparently she died from a tooth infection in one of the upstairs rooms in the house. As in the locations they haunt. History of a Haunting podcast tells you all about these famous, infamous, and almost famous locations. And why they became terrifying places to visit. Grab a glass of wine and settle in with your hosts, Archie. I mean, that was definitely the wrong thing to do. And Carrie. Nobody asked for it, Carrie. Nobody fucking asked for it. But hey, my podcast, and I'll say what I fucking want. (laughs) Two people just winging it in life and this podcast. So enjoy this week's episode of History of a Haunting. Go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to History of a Haunting. I am your host, Archie. I am your host, Carrie. And I'm your host, Laura. She sounds normal today. Normal? Uh, I'll work on that. (laughs) Well, I mean, with the Patreon recording, she she had that deep, weird voice. But then I talked to her on the phone immediately after, and it was, the audio was screwed up in that. It was my ASMR voice. Right. No, 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 please don't. No, you got (laughs) stuck in it the whole episode. (laughs) Good God. But it's so good for listeners. You're welcome. You can go to sleep now. (laughs) It was very disconcerting. I yeah. It's like a warm hug. (laughs) From a creepy uncle. (laughs) It's not the first time. (laughs) Oh, it's a little early it's a little early all right um yeah i don't have any evps and uh all the patreons are patreons of the week and um thanks guys we love you arch why don't you just jump right in tell them where we're taking it's a quick episode this week yeah it's gonna be a quick one today we are going to the old hospital on college hill in Williamson, West Virginia, United States. I love how he's always like, in the United States. Hey, like there's a West Virginia, Germany, or... <laughs> <laughs> and we're trying to be international, right? Right, right. We haven't been for a while. We, should we probably... haven't been for a while, yeah. We need to fix that. I got all of my information from collegehillhospital.com, loganbanner.com, and wsaz.com named after wallace j williamson the son of benjamin williamson who once owned all the land that is now known as the city of williamson the old hospital on college hill opened march 3rd 1928 after a fire destroyed the original structure downtown in the winter of 1926 This 50-bed state-of-the-art facility served as a hospital for 60 years. The hospital was built with funds from selling bonds to the business owners of Williamson, which were all paid off by 1939. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. We I've never we haven't ever covered anything that's that's like been like that before. I thought that was really interesting. Um, It is cool. It's like community paid for. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to take care of their own people, and well, the you the know businesses took care of it, and every every city it needs- helps everybody. Yeah, if you take care of the sick, huh? It's weird. Not when we get to my part, it helps. I nobody. mean, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> nobody in general, maybe not in the nineteenth. 
hundreds, but now it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Most locals can recall taking the long winding walk around the side of the building to the basement area where the emergency room, radiology department, cafeteria, and lab were located. The ICU was located on the first floor. Ah. Baby stuff on the second floor. Obstetrics. Oh, obstetrics. <laughs> all I had to do with Madonna. I just closed up. Really? <laughs> Obstructions or whatever. That was on the second floor. <laughs> Medical and surgical rooms were on the third floor, and a pharmacy was located on the fourth floor. Changes took place through. Uh, Changes took place, though, and the emergency room was later moved to the first floor at the street level because. That makes good sense. I was like, that makes more sense? Okay. In 1979, the facility was sold to Hospital Management's Association, Inc., where the hospital remained in use until 1988. Then a new, more modern facility was constructed just up the street. The old hospital was renovated and utilized as physicians' offices over the next 26 years until 2014, The old hospital. <laughs> I, I was like, we don't know what happened. Are, are you going to make us guess? <laughs> you get three choices. Choose your own adventure. Carry edit. Carry edit. <laughs> the old hospital was renovated and utilized as physicians' offices over the next 26 years. And since 2014, the building has been used for storage. In 2018 and 2019, Williamson Memorial Hospital partnered with the Tug Valley Area CVB, which is the area of Williamson, to host paranormal tours through the building during the Halloween season. Almost every tour sold out as thousands came to Williamson with interest to see this mysterious structure on College Hill. Notably, in 2019, actor Tony Moran, who played the original Micah Myers, ah, Michael Myers, who played the original Michael Myers in John Carpenter's 1978 film Halloween, made an appearance at the old hospital on College Hill to meet fans at the conclusion of their tours. In late 2020, the facility was purchased by a private investor who plans to open its doors to the public year round. In 2021, the facility reopened to the public as a host to both paranormal and historic tour opportunities. A couple of notable events to occur in this very rural area, a train derailment in Cedar West, Virginia on January 23, 1956, that killed the engineer and wounded 23 others were all treated at the hospital. And in July of 1962, a gunman who had murdered a Williamson police officer leapt from the second floor window, possibly attempting to commit suicide, but didn't die in the fall. Weeks later, however, he died from injuries sustained. Various newspaper headlines are available that factually confirm this. Um, Again, the hospital is currently privately owned and continues to operate Halloween haunting events, and the new owner has big plans to revitalize. To quote the news article from WSAZ.com from January of this year, I don't want to be a Charleston, a Logan, a Pikeville. I want to be Williamson, and if that means offering different things for people to come and see them, I am all for it, Tanya Webb, the owner said. With a passion for all things spooky 
and a splash of history, just like us, the business offers haunted hospital tours and other events. The very first event that we are going to have is a Valentine's dinner, the owner said, which presumably took place just, just a couple of months ago. February 2021. And that was all that I was able to piece together with the limited information there's, I had available. Yeah, there's <laughs> not a lot. There's not a lot on the history of it. Um, I, I wasn't expecting the first event to be a Valentine's dinner. Um, that was a nice left turn, wasn't it? <laughs> it, sure, it sure was, especially after uh, writing my part. I was like, oh. <laughs> I even I don't know as that would be a great date. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Carrie finally realizing that taking us all to haunted places isn't like you know the hottest thing ever. <laughs> Not on Valentine's Day, but every other day, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have really terrible things uh to tell you guys. And Archie's grumpy cat face is probably going to be shown a lot tonight. Oh, no. I'm excited for it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So I got my information from visitcoalcountry.org, travelchannel.com, collegehillhospital.com, wikipedia.com, obviously, and wikipedia.biz, and um, <laughs> youtube.com slash haunted heathers channel. So that was really good. Um, so this place is essentially built in the middle of the very land that the feud battle of the Hatfields and the McCoys was on in the late 1860s to 1890s. So it was this 30 year, you guys know the Hatfields and McCoys story, right? Just what's been told ages over the ages. I mean, we don't know specifics. We don't have to go just like the folklore part of it. I think is what he's saying is that. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Just kind of like, I, you know, it, a lot of it isn't super, where it started isn't super specific until it got really heated, right? I mean, it was just Heffields, McCoys, oh, we hate each other, fight, yeah. fight, fight. Basically, that's, that. basically, yeah. And so the both families, like, they killed each other, and they so they spilled a lot of each other's blood on this land. So it's believed that, you know, some of that bad juju and the fact that this hospital was built on the very same land, um, soaked with the blood of these families, uh, <laughs> kind of led to the um, already the bad juju that the hospital sort of helped along. So, um, all right, yeah, okay. So uniquely, apparently this area is referred to as College Hill because a nurse's training school was also located at the hospital. Located beside the hospital is the 1937-built Nurses Residence Building, which was used until 1949 for their dormitories. When the nursing school discontinued, it was used for business offices, laundry, and medical record storage. So that's why it's called College Hill, which I always wondered. I was like, is there was there a college there? Was there... <laughs> So there was a nurse's college there. Anyway, um, so Arch, in your research, did you come across the fact that it did serve as a hospital that had viewing areas for their operations so families could actually watch their family member being operated on and also some families watch their, fam their member or family member die on the operating table? 
as a matter of fact, I did not. <laughs> and this is kind of a it's little okay. bit, a lot. Are we agreeing that it's a lot fucked up? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, in the time, it wasn't <clears throat> people with large families. It's not abnormal to watch your siblings die. So sure. it wasn't adverse or public hangings, right, for people to see other people die. It wasn't as closed off as it is now, like in hospice. Sure. Center. A lot of people, you know, watch their families die from, you know, scarlet fever, tuberculosis, uh, you know, pick a disease. And so it was much more common to see this. So as much as you make it like so macabre. Right, really right. Was. Yeah. So to kind of hear that is sort of like, but Laura's right. Um, which she just loves to hear those. Emma, as she always is. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so. Break down. <laughs> that's the new merch. Laura's right. HOAH podcast. <laughs> I'll pay for that shit myself. <laughs> I'll we'll just, be wearing it head to toe. We'll just get the one shirt for her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want sweatpants too. But yeah, oh, okay. like, you know, because I like, I'm going to eat some pie later. Like, I right. need some stretchy bands. So, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like, do it up. So, hundreds died there from illness, accidents, you know, things that you would expect in a hospital but also from suicides, murder, and botched surgeries. Um, here, I think, is where the grumpy cat face is going to come in. <laughs> oh, boy. So because it served, it was a coal mining, it's a coal mining area. And the hospital was built to, you know, treat the coal miners. Um, people would have limbs amputated at the hospital. Um, and those limbs were tossed into one of two incinerators. Um, now people who died and had no one to claim their bodies would then be dismembered and also put into the incinerators, uh, as ashes of which still remain inside the now defunct ovens to this day. There's a face. Yeah, it's not a happy thought. Okay, so I've been to Dachau, Auschwitz, Berkowitz, Berkowitz, um, Berkowitz, Berkowitz. Son of Sam. Mm-hmm. So there's not like a happy vibe there at all. No, of course like, not. Like it is, and it doesn't matter. Like I've watched people try to escape it in their tours, like where they just try to avoid like looking at the things and just try to go back outside and. Mm-hmm. Try to just walk around the grounds and they don't even participate in the tour. Like, you cannot escape the feeling yeah. of being there. Like, you can't. That's the thing with, like, when you're talking with people in ovens, like, the, it, it just, you can't escape the feeling. It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. It's so heavy in those, like, in those places. Well, and I guess, like, there were a lot work. of people, like, I would imagine, especially, you know, back in the day that people would go there to look for work. They would be coal miners. Maybe they didn't have any family. They just took the job. So these people who had nobody to claim their bodies, no families, nothing, these bodies would be dismembered and put into the incinerators and then, you know, cleaned out of the ashes as they needed to until, you know, but there's still human 
cremains in these two incinerators in this hospital, which kind of also, I would imagine, lends to and only helps drive the paranormal activity that's there. I imagine that's super true. Yeah. So in 1962, Arch, you touched on this in your history part. 1962, a man named Mose Blackburn shot and killed a police officer. And during the gun battle, he was injured by officers and taken to the hospital. He was taken to the third floor to heal before his arrest and trial. And a few days later, he ended up flying out of a window on that floor to the ground below, later dying from his injuries, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um The official story in the newspapers was that it was a suicide attempt. However, some people actually believe that the police officers guarding him threw him out of that window in revenge. A lot of people in the town believe that that's actually what happened. Apparently, before his death, he was plagued by nightmares that someone was after him and he was scared for his life. Before he died, he swore that he was actually pushed from that window. Um, okay. so that reminds me of Kingsley old in the 1910 jail episode. Remember he was, uh, arrested for, and he was shot in arrest or he was arrested for murdering those two little girls. Mm-hmm. And before he was shot from the courthouse in the nights pre- preceding his death, those he dreamt that those two little girls visited him outside his cell and told him to come with them. So it kind of reminds me of that. Um, and I guess it appears to just be common knowledge around the town that if you go to this hospital, you will see faces on the walls, you will be touched, and you will have things thrown at you. So I guess the most active areas are the x-ray room in the basement, the third floor where Mose Blackburn died. Uh, in that area, people see shadows darting across the hallways into other rooms, and they hear a loud groaning as if, like, somebody's in pain. Um, the fourth floor had the most deaths, apparently. And I guess um, there was a nurse who was on her way to work one night at the hospital, and she was killed in a car accident where she then later died at the hospital. Guests have actually captured this woman in this ghost of hers, rather, in photos. And former doctors that work there have said they encountered her a number of times after her death. But was it just like, don't stay on the fourth floor? Or was there like a specific <laughs> unit or just like, <laughs> your room's 412? I'm sorry. Have a good no, time. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't want that room. <laughs> we wish you the best of luck. Yeah. So, Arch, as you mentioned, um, it is under new ownership now, and they do they have um, had Halloween attractions there in the past where you could go, and they've got it set up like a haunted house. They have actors there. They also have tour guides there to do historical tours. Um, that's where, at the end of those haunted house tours, you know, where people jump out and scare you, and they're dressed like zombie doctors and stuff. Um, that's right. where that Tony Moran, who played the human Michael Myers um, Mm -hmm. would go and and greet guests. I also read somewhere that he will also perform weddings at the hospital. (laughs) Hey, Carrie. Hilarious. (laughs) What are you doing? So Laura, when you come visit me, October 31st, um, right? Get married by Michael Myers. Hell yeah. (laughs) Let's do it. I'm in. Um, (laughs) So, 
I watched this amazing video by Haunted Heather, and she is one of the tour guides um, at the old hospital on College Hill. She went around and she actually interviewed some of her coworkers about experiences that they'd had because they'd had so much that she's like, you know what, we should probably make a little documentary because next year we're gonna remember this stuff. So she went through and she interviewed a bunch of her coworkers and here are some of the stories and the experiences that they had. So um, tour guides and actors in the haunted house attraction that they put on have heard metal clanging in what they call the tour room. So it's kind of like where they go to get like their makeup and stuff put on them. Lights uh, go out, tend to go out one at a time and then come back on one at a time in sort of no rhyme or reason. There's nobody's touching the switches. Nobody is in the room. It might be just like this light goes off, this light goes on and there's no, it's not flickering. It's just weird. Now that could be easily explainable by, you know, electrical glitches or what have you, but they often hear doors slamming shut. One tour guide confirmed Heather's experience of um, being in a room where the door slammed shut, but this girl had a pen thrown at the back of her head and she was in the room by herself. Well, yeah, that could have been really fucking dangerous. You know what I mean? Like what if, what if she had been turned around and they threw it and it hit her in the eye or something? That could have been I really literally bad. have a pencil mark in my palm from the fifth grade. <laughs> from a ghost that threw No, <laughs> from Brooke, Brooke Palmer, I think it was his last name. And I just want him to be aware. <laughs> and he stabbed me in the goddamn palm. <laughs> and I'm still kind of somewhere. fucking mad about it. <laughs> I would be too. And if you're shaking people, like at least you got a fucking good, like, oh, you know what I mean? Like an early See? education. Good for you. But, like I have like the lead still in my goddamn hand. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. These ghosts don't give a fuck. Like they don't understand how dangerous it can be. Exactly. Brooke, by the way. She's yeah. Still in there. Yeah. I die lead poisoning. I'm calling. My family's calling you. Yeah. And the podcast will too. Right. And put you on blast. Fifth grade, dude. Fifth grade. Fifth right. grade. Still remember. Ah. Gotcha. Let's let's make let we should make a the TikTok about this. Um <laughs> the dangers of riding implements. Um, <laughs> so another tour guide was in the building by herself and heard a whisper near her. She turned around to find a little boy standing next to her, touching her arm. And when she backed up and blinked, the little boy was gone. Um, she's heard whistling and screaming throughout the building. One group she took into the basement, into the x-ray room, and everybody on the tour got sick in some way or another and had to leave. They were like, we can't, I, I got to get out of here, which I think is really weird. Generally, it's more mm. sensitive people that feel that. So maybe the whole group was, and they just didn't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I thought that was fascinating. Um, another girl was in a room and one of the drawers in an exam bed pulled out and crashed into the floor, slightly hitting her. So like it was in the obstetrics unit. So it was one of those beds. Sorry, Arch. You probably don't know anything about it. So much better than I did. <laughs> well, I did spend nine months like seeing an obstetrician. So oh, yeah, that might have something to do with something it. Something to do with it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. So I don't know, Arch, 
if you know what these are, but it's basically you go to the doctor, you, and it's an exam, it's an exam bed. And so it's where they put like the stirrups up and they kind of like check your stuff, but all of their like equipment, like stuff they need to check your stuff is in these drawers under this bed. And it's one of these drawers that flew out of the bed and hit this girl as it landed on the floor in a room she was in by herself. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, check that vagina yourself, bitch. Right? I ain't doing it. (laughs) This was probably a super gay person. Man. It was probably Archie's ghost. I'm doing this. Mm, You never know. Yep. Here's your... (laughs) Here's your lubrication jelly yourself. (laughs) Take your speculum and go. Okay. (laughs) Told you this is Merry Christmas, motherfucker. You're welcome. (laughs) Don't laugh like it wasn't your birthday surprise. Archie's like, I didn't no idea I'd be this horrified in this. Absolutely horrified. You are also super red. It's really funny. Can't imagine why. I can't wait till we get to YouTube. So one guy said that he was in a maternity room with a group of about five people. Um, nothing crazy happened there. Archie was fine. Um, <laughs> they weren't like simulating anything. Um, they were gathered around him, the, the group, and he was the tour guide. And in the middle of them, so they were kind of like you know, standing around in a circle. In the middle of the circle, they all heard a little child's voice say, hey, mama. They all got chills. They were all freaked out. They looked at each other stunned. Um, this particular guy has also seen lights move out of one room and into another when there was nobody else around, no flashlights were being used, and the, the ball of light was about knee high. Mm. Yeah. Um, another, so one of the actors in the haunted house heard four steps on the stairs outside one of the rooms. And then when she was alone in another room, she, she, Oh yeah, terrifying! She did right? Not say that. Yeah, fucking totally. crazy, dude. Totally. No, I heard it. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, we gotta go there. <laughs> <laughs> They're throwing pens. They're spitting at people. <laughs> right? That Brooke motherfucker's there. I'm pretty sure stepping people well, with shit. pencils is fucked up. I mean, a group of four or five guys standing around in a circle. I'm. I didn't say they were guys. <laughs> <laughs> you said they were guys I so anyway so another actor heard four steps on the stairs outside of a room and at another time when alone in another room heard somebody whisper her name um, apparently this seems to be very common especially with the staff there so again let's talk about trans allegheny let's talk about phelps let's talk about some of these places that have mm-hmm. constant Tours. The tour guides are constantly there. The spirits get to know them, especially the intelligent haunts. The ghosts down at Phelps Dodge know Tony's name, know Chris's name, Cherie, Audrey. They know them. Um, so this seems to be a common thing with this hospital. Um, it. There was another girl who was actually with another actor in a room, and they heard the one girl's name whispered. And that girl started to cry. <laughs> I was like, mm. it's very jarring to hear your name in an EVP. So I imagine that hearing it with your own ears in that moment would really be terrifying. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Especially if like somebody's talking to you, you're the only two in the room. And then out of nowhere, you hear Archie in your ear. That would be horrifying. Well, it's like the one that you had where it said, Carrie, you can't, you didn't hear it though. Like, right. Live. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine you're fucking, like, it would have been a Scooby Doo fucking movie. Like, bye bye. Yeah. Legs flying above the. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Like, I'm out. Um, so another actor, um, her flashlight. So here's what I thought was interesting. Cause I've never heard this happen. I'm sure it can, but I've just never, she was in a room. She had a brand new flashlight and the flashlight's bulb popped in the thing. And it went out in the X X-ray room. Like the little bulb itself kind of exploded in the, in the flashlight, like, Oh, behind the glass. Right, right. Which I've never heard. I've never heard of that happening. Have you? Mm, No, no, I haven't. I mean, I suppose it could happen. I mean, yeah, I mean, it it is something that could happen, but holy shit. Yeah. Um, So, yet another guide has heard a lot of screaming, babies crying, and someone with him once heard hay whispered into their ear. So there's a lot of this like personal bubble invading spirits that are like, hey, RJ, hey. <laughs> stop, stop doing that. So um, another young, this, this actor was young. So it looked like this kid was maybe 16. I'm on my age. Yes, go on. Mm-hmm. 16, <laughs> like Laura. Um. So it said about this same bonkers x-ray room that um, he was standing in there waiting for like a group to come by, like people to come by so that he could scare them. And he was in this room by himself and something hit him in the back. Yeah. Um, Brooke probably didn't have a pen or a pencil to throw at him. You know, the weirdest place that I got out of the Phelps Dodge, at least I felt the weirdest was like a utility room that didn't really have a lot of significance, but had like a bunch of spare parts in there. And we walked in there and we're like, this one's weird. We got to go. Like, it was just super weird. That room was just like, gave Isn't off a super weird vibe. First floor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's mm-hmm. like, that's the one that like probably gave me the creepiest vibes out of everything. I know that we caught some more stuff in the lab and stuff, but that one was like, I don't know. It just felt like, probably felt the weirdest out of all of them. That's crazy. Huh. Isn't that weird? It was just like a weird storage room that I was like, mm. Like, like just give me the heebie-jeebies. Was it down by Na- Nacho's old room? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it directly across the hall from Nacho's old room, or was it like remember, an actual? There was closet? a bunch of stuff in there. No, there was a bunch of stuff in there. It was a room, but it had like a, a bunch of utility stuff in there. I think that's the room that in Ghost Adventures, Brett or Bryn or Brit or Brit somebody. Um, was getting that same feeling in that room. So he was like across the hall from Nacho's room in that episode. And he was getting like really, of course, because Zach was like, I'm going to be in the van. You monitor the guy sleeping. And he was getting like really creepy heebie-jeebies. And I think that was the room. That was the only room. I mean, that was like the big room. Yeah. But it was a storage closet. And I think sometimes that like people don't give that stuff a lot of credence, especially in these old, like, abandoned buildings, because they're just, like, rooms that are now being used for storage, but they were something else before, and sometimes they're the creepiest-ass rooms. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
So people have been pinched down in the basement. It gets colder down there than any other part of the hospital. And Archie, don't go there. People don't get pinched in their basement. <laughs> we had Shut an up. episode where <laughs> we had an episode where Archie, I said something about a basement, and he was like, I'm sorry, there's a heavy feeling in my basement. Wait, what? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so in the basement section of the hospital, people um, get pinched down there. It gets colder down there than any other part of the hospital, which when I read that, I was like, well, duh, it's a basement. But <laughs> it apparently has nothing to do with the weather because like in one moment, it'll be super cold. And then next, it warms right back up like a normal temperature of a basement. Orbs are also seen in photos and with the naked eye, which I think is interesting because I've only ever seen orbs in photos. So I think that's really interesting that people have are, have seen these orbs mm -hmm. like in front of their face. I think that's really interesting. Um, one actor was standing up against the wall waiting to scare the next group of people coming through. She turned her head to look down the hall and saw a face right in front of hers that then disappeared. Ooh. Someone in the same area said they saw a man coming at the girl he was with with their hands through the wall. So there was like this man's hands, like reaching out for this girl who had her back to him. And he was, the guy was standing like facing, it would be like, Arch, if I saw right now a pair of man's hands reaching through your wall to try to like reach out to you. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Be creepy. Yeah, super fucked up. Yeah. You're like, and I'm afraid to look at my wall. <laughs> I have to live here, Carrie. Sorry. Tell your <laughs> RA. Oh, wait, that's you. <laughs> um, yet another actor said she was waiting in her assigned room again for people to come through and the hallway just outside the one is where several mediums have actually said there is a man in it that doesn't like having them there but this actor had never seen this man so on this night she was in the hallway and it's super dark in there because of course it's a haunted house um, but there was one area in the dark hallway that was a darker black than the rest of the hallway so she turned to look closer at it, and that's when she saw the gray face of a middle-aged man. Weird, and I feel that every time I go to my dad's house, and then he just, like, pops out of stuff. The wall? <laughs> <laughs> just in general. A black, just a dark room with a light off. <laughs> it's like, hey, see, you get it. Uh, <laughs> again, temperatures drop in the hallways and then warm back up when you, like, move to a, like, Maybe you walk down the hallway a little bit further, doors shut and lock on their own. And a lot of them said that the energy on the fourth floor, now that's the floor that had the most deaths, is very palpable. So maybe it's got that like weird Phelps utility closet vibe, but apparently on the entire fourth floor, it's just utter skeeves. Mm. Um, so now Heather, the girl who was doing the documentary, while she was discussing the activity with her coworkers and like filming talking about their experiences, one of the coworkers um, <laughs> had actually was touched on his shoulder by nothing standing behind him. And he like jumped out of the way. Like, I mean, it was it, almost if somebody were to come up with behind one of us and touch us, we'd be like, that's what he did. And there was nothing behind him while she's filming this little documentary for YouTube. It was crazy. Wow. That's yeah. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yet another actor, uh, some of these are actors, some of these are tour guides, but I'm just like, oh my God, there's so many people. 
Another actor had some had something brush her hair back off of her shoulder. Um, so somebody else had something wrap its arms around her that a guest saw and exclaimed, "Hey, there's something on you!" Oh, oh mm. see that mm-hmm. right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no to the power of ten. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the offer, but I'm good. Um, now, a number of guests' photos that have been, like, the guests have sent to the hospital and been like, hey, I took this picture when I was there. They've captured apparitions in the background. Two, they, they this were included in this video that was one of a translucent man looking out of a window, and he didn't look happy. And one of a woman with long hair behind, so it was a group photo. And, like, in the back, like right here, it was this translucent woman that had like long dark hair standing behind them. I'm like, yeah. Um, Weird. Yeah. What are you doing, Arch? I'm looking at the woman behind you with the translucent hair. You're funny, haha. Um, There's something really creepy on your shoulder. I didn't want to tell you before. I know. It's my weird it's guardian fine, angel. Totally fine. That uh, wasn't the correct shoulder, but okay. <laughs> um, people that live around the hospital are scared of the building. They've seen lights go off and on in the building, heard crying and screaming. Um, again, it's one of those situations where they'll see people inside the building at night, call the police, and the police go there only to find the building is completely locked and secured and no one's in there. Oh, God, they must be so tired of that bullshit. <laughs> right? It's kind of like the police in New Orleans that kind of constantly get the call about the little girl who fell off the roof and at the right. LaLaurie mansion. They're like, no, no, she's fine, really. It's okay. Right. <laughs> they that don't even probably, answer. That was 140 years ago. Thank you for pointing it out now. <laughs> yeah. They don't even respond to those calls anymore. They get them so often in the oh. French Quarter. Isn't that crazy? Also, I did look for that little girl while I was there. <laughs> I was like, do we see? Do you see anybody on the roof going? I know, I know you did. Yeah. Koi was like, why are we looking for a kid on the roof? I'm like, don't worry. Just let me know if you see one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so tell me if you see anything. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> Some of the stories that they have um, that the College Hill Hospital website had on them said that when when the building was still operating as a hospital, a woman came to give birth. Of course, that's what you do when you are going to labor. You go to the hospital. Um, While in a patient room, uh, so she had gotten as far as like, hey, I'm in labor, and they put her in a room. A nurse walked in and told her she wouldn't be having her baby that day and that she could return home. So as she was leaving, another nurse stopped her and asked where she was going. And the lady said, the nurse told me to leave. And the nurse said, what nurse? I'm the only nurse on this floor today. I did read that one. Did you read that one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, A story exists of a nurse who passed away at the hospital. And this is the one that died in the car accident or got in a car accident and then died at the hospital. Um, employees still saw her working even after her death. A construction worker saw her on the fourth floor and refused to go back to that floor during the renovation of the building. Additionally, reports of a floating nurse nurse exist in the basement. It's specifically noted that she is seen going between the two x-ray rooms at the end of the hall. That's got to be disconcerting. 
this this basement and x-ray rooms are like one of the most active spots in the entire hospital and i don't love it um, i don't really like this place though it sounds really like i don't know why i kind of really want to, like i'm really interested in this place a lot i think it's really cool yeah so people outside the building like i said who live around downtown williamson the lights come off and on. They see people staring out of the windows, shadow figures in the windows, and smoke coming out of the top of the building. Which, if you look at that building in some of the pictures, some of the some of the rooftops are caving in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, numerous times, again, the police department has been called um, because people are inside the building, and then they find that there's no one there, and the building is secured. So now, during paranormal tours in 2018, a tour guide repeatedly became ill and left the x-ray room. Her flashlights with brand new batteries would also die or flicker upon entering the room multiple times. During one of the final tours of the 2018 season, a local medium told the cast and crew that there was a man behind the x-ray control panel that didn't want anyone in that room. What? Yeah. So also during paranormal tours in 2018, the crew member who assisted visitors riding between the floors had the elevator stop on floors that were not being used by tours. Strangely, apparently the way the elevator is wired, someone on those floors would have had to press the button for it to go to those specific floors. Mm. So maybe they were only going to floors like, you know, two and four, but it would stop on floor three. Yep, I did. So the algorithm is broken. That's what I, it is. I did read that. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Right? <laughs> That's great. Additionally, the crew had locked the doors. Hold on. Sorry. I have a run on sentence here. So I'm like, wait, that doesn't make <laughs> That doesn't read right. Um, the crew had locked the doors to the floors that weren't being used to control where folks were able to visit. The person also noted several times that lights or figures, particularly female in appearance, could be seen through the doors as they passed the unoccupied floors. Um, also, fun fact, the old hospital elevator is the oldest in operation in Mingo County, West Virginia. Oh, that was pretty cool. Um, Paranormal investigator captured audio of someone saying, help me, in the hallway of the basement. I don't love this basement. Um, (laughs) On Halloween night in 2018, Sheena Daniels was a guest participating on one of the tours. She captured a paranormal occurrence. Immediately following her tour, she took two photos at the Overlook, which is situated between the hospital building and the nurses' building. Um, Several have claimed this picture to be the nurse that never clocked out. And at this particular time, they had no actors or actresses positioned outside during any tours and none of the crew had on any outfits that match what's shown in the photo. It is a picture of a woman, again, translucent woman. There's the, and I should have saved it, but I didn't because. Amal, it is not me sunbathing. I need you to like maybe specify a little bit. You are shockingly (laughs) white, Laura. Dude, every time I just saw my dad open the pool this weekend. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I saved the picture. But Zane is, yeah, unfortunately as pale as I am, but he actually tans. So good for him because I just go from white to off white. He actually gets a tan. But <laughs> Isn't that shell white like the walls in my new house? Exactly. What color do you want? Um, Laura, take a picture of your arm and send it over, please. I need a paint sample. <laughs> <laughs> they want to. They need a color match. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I forgot to add these photos. Um, I will certainly try to, uh, with the social media that we do on all of the episodes, but it is, it's like the same, the same area, this is overlook. And then the one picture is just normal. And then the, like, immediately after there's this shadow or transition shape of a woman that isn't Laura against the building. Um, so we did have, We've had stuff like that at the hospital, though. Remember, like, the pictures we had were the, you know, with the shadow people and stuff. Yeah. We've actually captured ourselves, so. Yeah, which is really good, which you didn't see at the time, which is super crazy. So that's what I have on the hauntings of the old college hospital, um, or no, the old hospital on College Hill, rather. So in my know before you go, it's located at 650 Mulberry Drive in Williamson, West Virginia, 25661. You can, um, you need to call them to book any kind of tours and they offer a ton of different ones, historical ones, paranormal ones, you know, nighttime tours, the whole bit. Um, their phone number is 304-953-0987 or you can email them at collegehillhospital at gmail.com. Fun fact, the owner, Tanya Webb, who owns it now, she was born in that hospital in 1973. She was. So um, I thought that was really, really cool. So what do you guys think about this, this place? It's a little um, unnerving. I don't like the idea that the, the spirits are throwing shit at people. I think that's a little rude. For whatever reason, I really feel like this place is, like I'm feeling it. Like, I'm feeling legit about it. Like, I'm just, like, vibing on it. Like, this is a place I really want to go now. Not, like, a place that's hyped up because it's not really well known. It's really not. It's really not well known. In fact, Chris and Audra were the ones that told me about it. I didn't even know this place existed. Oh. Mm -hmm. But it seems like, I don't know, and maybe that's part of it because it's not, like, a hyped up place. And it seems like it has really consistent, like activity and it's very active. It sounds like Mm -hmm. really fun. Like it's like, I'm really actually really, really liking this place. It's a lot. It's really, it's really backwoods and Uh rural, like Hatfield and McCoy. Mm -hmm. But I like it. Like it's literally like, like <laughs> yeah it's super off the beaten like, path like it's not like if you want to go to this place you can like just fly into the you know the closest oh, metropolitan oh, city God. is no, at least can. two hours away i think it's it's on the border between the southwesternmost point of west virginia and kentucky and one of the most northwesternmost northeasternmost points of kentucky Mr. Map, it's, as always, it, I was like, yeah. I'm, all, I'm pretty sure I went there on vacation as a kid. I mean, it's river country. They have, Not they you have, absolutely didn't. It's down the road a piece, is basically what they would say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're going there. It's down the road a piece. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, yeah. So it's, um, it sounds like a really fascinating place. Uh, Destination Fear actually did their final episode of season two at this location. Um, so I, I recommend checking that out. I really love Destination Fear. I think their take on um, paranormal reality shows is really, really great. 
But uh, the other thing that I do want to announce to all of our listeners and to Laura and Archie, although I think they probably already know because I probably think I probably told them. As everybody knows, I am a the newest member of Southern Entities Paranormal. I am one of the investigators and the team researcher. And Chris and Audra and I are going to be doing a private investigation of the old hospital on College Hill uh, in July of this year. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, now Laura's sad. <laughs> it's all right, Laura. I'll, I'll, I'll FaceTime you. It'll be all right. Fine. Or you could fly out for it. It's on a Saturday. All right, maybe. And then again the next month we won't announce that one just yet <laughs> all right later for that one Bye. later for that one um <clears throat> so yeah we are going to be doing a full uh overnight i think it's 9 p.m to 5 a.m or 4 a.m yes. overnight private um we have the, the three of us have the whole place to ourselves paranormal investigation of this hospital That's and gonna um, be amazing it's going to be absolutely amazing and insane so uh, all of the Patreons, they will get all of the evidence that we capture. We will post all of that to the Patreons at the $5 and up level. So now's the time to join, guys. Just go ahead and patreon.com slash H-O-A-H podcast. It is the team snort laugh level. And <laughs> also, we've been doing our conspiracy theories, and we just did Uling madame which was mine mm-hmm. and we had just did archie's before then which i won't give away and then no, curious is coming up too yeah we can we can yeah archie's is area 51 we can all right that well, i didn't want to like throw it all out there but fine i mean if you want to listen to it you gotta <laughs> I mean, join you know, hey. yeah gotta but join the they're Patreon. amazing so much fun to do and so much fun to hear and yeah. um Oh, I can't. Yeah, they're so great. Like, I honestly, they're some of the favorite stuff. Uh, we love doing the episodes every week, but these are just extra fun, something totally different that we kind of throw together. And I think it's just really fun. Yeah. So, yeah. The conspiracy theories are a good time because they're kind of a mix of like, um, like Archie, he did, he did Area 51 and I did the Mary Celeste. So it's, it's like all of these crazy, crazy whodunit mysteries, what happened here, this, you know. So, um, the ring madame that was a terrible 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 one even though we did figure out what happened there of course but um yeah yeah they're kind of fun because it's like it's different a little bit different yeah it still falls within the under the paranormal umbrella so um mine is next in april and then archie's is in may uh is it a themed conspiracy i'm just saying well, it's it's kind of an unsolved mystery. <gasps> Is it Jimmy Hoffa? No. Oh. Damn it. No, no, it's a lot cooler than that. Oh, it's <laughs> who killed JFK? No, it's a lot. Cooler was there? Was it? Was it Lone Gunman? <laughs> Did you crack that one too? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, right. we're breaking news over here. We are investigative <laughs> reporting, HOAH style, <laughs> anyway, guys. So, yeah, all of the investigations that I go on with Southern Entities Paranormal, all of the evidence that we capture is released to the Patreons only. And we've got conspiracy theories, we've got early release episodes, they come out Wednesday mornings, where regular episodes drop Saturday mornings. 
we've got blooper reels, we've got um, a real fun one that we just put out where Laura and Archie tell me all about the beautiful wonders of Detroit. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've got $2 and $5 donor levels. So come check us out. We promise it will be worth your generous, generous monthly donation. Uh, Patreon.com slash H-O-A-H podcast. And with that, uh, Laura, do you want to tell everybody where they can find us on all the social medias? Sure. You can find us at H-O-A-H podcast.com. You can find us on the Twatter. That's how I like to call it. The Twitter, Twats of Thoughts. You can follow, find us on the Instagram. Twats of Twits. <laughs> That's Twats of Instagram now. It's getting crazy. Um, we also have the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um at H O H uh H O A H podcast. Um at H O H co-host Carrie, co-host Laura. I don't know if co-host Archie has stopped slacking off and put his thing together yet. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. also okay. <laughs> we are on Facebook. Um what am I missing? Do they get them all? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the TikTok. Yeah, we're good. All right, good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Um, and then we are going to be uh, adding YouTube to it. So you can listen to us on all your favorite podcast stations. And we will have our brand new YouTube channel where you can see Archie pick his teeth and his nose and Laura take selfies and all of my 900 chins. And um, yeah. Right? So even let them up for you guys. Oh. I mean, we're just really selling it. <laughs> I'm yeah, keeping them super in shape by eating lots I of mean, I guess You're welcome. My eye right. Yeah, so. Archie's got eye crusties. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to miss this. Uh, so anyway, guys, that was our uh, episode on the old hospital on College Hill in West Virginia. We hope you enjoyed it. If you've been there, let us know. If you um, want to see all the evidence that we capture when we go and investigate this in July, join Patreon. And again, as always, stay safe out there because you never know who or what is listening. All right. Thanks guys. All right. Thank you.